Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 341. Looking at Galatians chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. Let's read our passage. Brothers and sisters, I'm using a human illustration. No one sets aside or makes addition to a validated human will. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. He does not say, and to seeds, as though referring to many, but referring to one, to your seed, who is Christ. My point is this. The law which came 430 years later does not invalidate a covenant previously established by God and thus cancel the promise. For if the inheritance is based on the law, it is no longer based on the promise, but God has graciously given it to Abraham through the promise. Paul is arguing about justification by faith. The problem with the churches in Galatia is there's a, a group of Jews, we're calling them Judaizers, who are telling the people that you must become Jews. You must accept circumcision in order to be right with God. That they're okay with the idea of Jesus as the Messiah, but in order to be Christians, you must become Jews. You must follow the law of Moses. And Paul's been arguing no, and his uh, point of the argument, or his example for the argument, is Abraham. Abraham was given this promise, this covenant by God, this promise that through Abraham all the people would be blessed. Abraham didn't do anything for it. All he did was believe. Because of that belief, it was credited to him as righteousness. And so the example there is Abraham was justified by God, not based on anything he had done, but only through faith because he believed God. And similarly, we are justified by faith, not by following the law. And by justified, we mean made right with God, the sin problem taken care of. So verse 15, he says, Brothers and sisters, I'm using a human illustration. No one sets aside or makes addition to a validated human will. So his example here is, now this gets translated will here. This word could be translated in a variety of ways. It's the same word that actually gets called covenant a little bit later. So it could mean covenant, it could mean will, it could mean uh, some kind of legal document, but it's that's the point. It's some kind of legal thing. And so it's this human example, and so we could take it as a, a will, a last will and testament. Somebody writes a will and testament, and it's a validated legal document. And you can't change it. Now you say, well, but if it's my will, I can change it. Well, his point here, he doesn't exactly give the details exactly what he's talking about here, whether it's uh, some kind of signed contract. The point to be in after this thing has been set in place, it's permanent. Then in verse 16, he says, Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. He does not say, and to seeds, as though referring to many, but referring to one, and to your seed, who is Christ. Now, Paul's point here is that, yeah, in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, the in this promise to Abraham and his 
seed. It is singular. Now, grammatically, it could refer to a group of people, to all descendants, or it could mean a specific person. So, grammatically, it doesn't lead to the single person of Christ. But Paul is saying that's really what it does. And his point being that the, the promise is referring to this one descendant of Abraham, and that is Jesus Christ. This is a covenant that God made with Abraham. The promise made to Abraham was that through Abraham's seed, all people would be blessed. And so Paul's saying that that seed is the one descendant, Jesus Christ. He is the one who will be the blessing to all people. Not just the people of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, but this one particular person would be that blessing. Now his point here is that this is an unconditional covenant that God made. Nowhere did God say, and this only works if you do certain things, if you remain faithful to me, if you do the right things, if your descendants uh, do this or that. No, God just said, this is going to happen. This is a unconditional covenant, an unconditional promise of God, that something God will do, regardless of what anybody else does. So then verse 17, he says, my point is this, the law, which came 430 years later, does not invalidate a covenant previously established by God and thus cancel the promise. So God made this promise to Abraham. Then 430 years later, God had a covenant through Moses with the people of Israel. Paul's point is, the covenant with Moses does not invalidate the covenant with Abraham. The covenant from Abraham still is there, unchanged, unchallenged, uh, still to be delivered on by God. The covenant with Moses was later, so that doesn't invalidate the covenant with Abraham. So the promise is still in effect. The promise that all the people of the earth would be blessed by this one person to be the descendant of Abraham. Then down in verse 18 he says, For if the inheritance is based on the law, it is no longer based on the promise. But God has graciously given it to Abraham through the promise. The point being that if you're justified by the works of the law, then you have said that the covenant with Moses has replaced the covenant with Abraham. And Paul says that's not the case. The, the covenant with Abraham was first. It was unconditional. The covenant with Moses was second. It was conditional. If you look at the, the law given to Moses, it's very conditional. God says, this is what you have got to do. And there will be blessings if you do this. There will be uh, curses if you don't do this. It's a very conditional covenant. Whereas the covenant with Abraham's unconditional. God just promised, I'm going to do this. And that is, it was first, and it's also a higher priority in that it's nothing we have to do, nothing we can do. God has just promised what God is going to do. And so to now say, well, no, you're only justified 
by works of the law. He says you're now invalidating the covenant that God made with Abraham. No, Abraham was justified by faith. The promise was that all the people would be blessed through Jesus Christ, and that's still the promise that's in effect. He calls it an inheritance in verse 18. He's referring to inheritance to the idea of justification. That's what we inherit from the promise to Abraham is the idea of justification being made right with God through faith in Jesus Christ. It's based on the promise, not the law, and it comes via faith, not works. And so the question then is, then why did we have this covenant with Moses if uh, everything now is based on this covenant with Abraham? And he'll talk about that next time. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Galatians.